Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue in the Gospels. Today we've come across a very interesting story in Matthew, excuse me, Mark chapter 5. As we look at the story of Jarius, who was a, a ruler of the synagogue, he had a 12-year-old daughter that was sick and was shortly going to die. At the same time, there's a woman who had been hemorrhaging for 12 years, and Jarius wanted Jesus to lay hands on his precious daughter. Could you picture that? I imagine he was just beside himself what he could do to help his daughter. The woman wanted to be touched by Jesus. See, they both had something in common. They both knew he would make a difference, and they would, were, of course, they were both right. The touch of Jesus healed them both, as we'll see in today's story. We, we see the glorious power of our Lord Jesus Christ and the difference he makes when he touches a person's life. Let's look at the story in Mark chapter 5, beginning in verse 21. We read, When Jesus had crossed over again by the boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. Remember yesterday, he was on the other side of the lake in the area known as the Gadarenes. Now he's going back across the water. And he says, Behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, came Jarius by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. And he begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. What a very tragic picture that's painted for us. The real emotions that uh, Jarius was going for the love for his daughter, what he was feeling, what he was, you know, thinking. And he, I'm sure the only solution that he knew of was Jesus, as he not only probably witnessed the miracles of Jesus already, or else he had heard about it. And so he goes running, and he falls upon the feet of Jesus. And, and then he cries out to the, to the Lord. He says, come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed, and she will live. Notice the faith. Come and just lay your hands upon Jesus. See, the doctors could help her, no matter what medication or anything that they might have tried to prescribe to her. He realized he was a desperate situation. And he also knew that God, even in desperate situations, able to, he's able to turn things around. He's able to do the miraculous. And he saw those words of faith that he spoke, come, lay your hands on her, and she will be healed, and she will live. And Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Otherwise, there were so many people pressed upon Jesus as he got off the boat, and he was making his way, the whole crowd that was around him. Now we find the second person in verse 25. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. Notice, we don't even know her name. She's been hemorrhaging for some 12 years and had suffered many things by, from many physicians. Otherwise, they had analyzed her, gave her prescriptions, and, and really at that point tried everything that they could to help her, but they could, it wasn't working. Notice what it also says. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grow worse. Oh, it's so sad, the picture of this lady, the hopelessness that we see here. 
apparently at one time she had money. At one time she must have had influence in the sense that she had many doctors to look at her. But all the hope in their ability is now gone. But yet she heard of Jesus. And it's so beautiful is when she heard about Jesus of verse 27. She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Where she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Beautiful picture here. She says that if I just reach out with my hand and just touch it. And that, I believe, is that point of contact that triggered her faith. as she just believed in the power and the touch of Jesus. Immediately, it tells us, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? Isn't this interesting? There's huge crowds around him. As he turns around, he just simply says, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you? And you say, Who touched me? And they were basically saying, come on, Lord, <laughs> how we were able to keep track of this. He says, this crowd is, un- it's so growing, it's so large, we can't control the crowd. And he looked around to see her who had done these things. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what he had her- happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said unto her, daughter, Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your afflictions. It's interesting. Again, the story, two stories, two different people, the centurion and this woman. Both God is pulling out of their lives that tremendous faith and believing. With men, sometimes men don't have the answer. But with God, all things are possible. To those who just simply believe. I think that's something that we need to look at in our own life and believe in the God of the possibilities, of the all possibilities. You know, he's able to turn things around so many times in our lives if we just simply believe in him. I've seen miracles around me even in the past few years as pastor in Agape Chapel seeing God touch and heal many people. I've seen other people who God says, you know what, that's enough here on earth. It's time for you to go to heaven as they passed on. Really, salvation is of of the Lord. Our healing is is God's business. But what we want to do is put our faith in the faithfulness of God that he will work all things out. He's working things for his good pleasure if we just simply trust in him. This is why he was... Uh, yet, while he was still speaking, some came from the rulers of the synagogue's house and said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teachers any further? And so while Jesus was stopped talking to, to this woman, the obviously the friends of the rulers came and, and told him that their daughter is dead. And as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be a afraid only believe i'm sure his heart was just like a yo-yo going up and down with faith and believing in jesus but now hearing the words that 
his little daughter's dead. I, I'm sure that he was crushed. And Jesus being the, the first of all, the marvelous good shepherd, he goes along and shepherds this man and comforts him. He says, just believe, just trust. And, and then he tells us of verse 37, and he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a tumult and those who wept and wailed, wailed loudly. Otherwise, they were having a, a really large crowd of people just, you know, carrying on at the death of this little child. And I could see this picture of maybe family and friends and neighbors, everybody just weeping. And when he came in, he saw the t he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. Can you picture this? Ridiculing Jesus. But when he had put them all outside, and so in their mind, this little child is now dead. But now Jesus sets them all outside, and he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with them, and they entered where the child was lying. And so what we see here, he took the child by the hand, and he said, Talama kumi, which translated, Little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the girl arose, and he walked where she was 12 years of age. And they were overcome with great amazement. But he commanded them strictly that no one should know it. And he said that some things should be given to her to eat. Not only Jesus touched her, healed her, but he also saw her physical need, that she needed something to eat. Isn't it great that we serve such a good shepherd? And all he wants us to do is to believe and trust in him in every situation of our lives. I don't know what you're going through this day, but my encouragement to you is put your faith in God and trust him. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.
Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.